G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good afternoon to the WA Betfair Edge. Thanks to Betfair. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. That's right, three years in a row. Check it out today. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you for that last show for the season as we take a break for seven weeks. And, well, there's no one I'm going to miss more in any of the Betfair Edge shows, apologies, Claire Lindop, Tom Haylock, or the rest of them, even Sam Fantasia, our gun producer, than this man. He's the warlock of the West, the wizard himself. He's, uh, he came over East, as they say in WA, and it just got the better of him. It just got the better of him. His name is Terence Von Layton. How are you, Terry? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well enough. I'm well enough. A little bit of, little bit of sadness, isn't there, about this? You know, I mean, this. Obviously, sadness for a, sadness for our three or four listeners, but there's there's a lot of sadness. Three or four that listeners do, that we won't be we won't be doing this every. This is, uh, this is I every, think every Friday. This is the biggest. This is the biggest Betfair show, isn't it, Sam? Yep. Well, this is the be. biggest one out of all the Betfair edges. This is the biggest show. You go to the top of the tree, and the uh, the listeners come. They, yeah, they do. They do. Uh, speaking of which, mate, we've got a nice show lined up. What we're doing is a little season in special. We've got Holly Watson on to join us in a while uh, to chat about. Her rides, and she's got a few that I like uh, massively. But also, what you've done, which I do love, is you've gone mm. back to all the boys that have helped us out, uh, the gun tipsters of the West, the superstars, and you've said, give us your best for Saturday, and uh, and they've delivered. So you're going to read out their best for uh, for the day. To finish. I will do. I will. Do. I've always had an idea of what I thought would make a great show at some point would be to do a little, not just WA, but like a call around the country and get your best from the best on like a half hour, 40 minute show. Just get a five minute explanation why, then hop to the next person, hop to the next person. So this is a condensed version of that. We've got, uh, although we've had some very, very good tipsters. Cripper's been our main man, obviously, and still is. Uh, but we've had some very good tipsters Lathan, on the show. Tommy Johnson. Lathan. Tommy Johnston, Riley Morgan, Riley. Uh, and Adam McGrath. Ooh ah, ooh ah, Adam McGrath. Ooh, ah. Who and, we're and sl- he's tipped and he's tipped a CJP runner first up. So maybe maybe we can read something into that. And, and what we can do too is just still try to slide in so that you and I co-manage CJP while Adam's in the states. <laughs> well, I, I think so. He, he thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. He, uh, he had a good uh, Jerry Giraffe about that one. Uh, hey, now um, let's hey. touch on last week and uh, well. Look, it wasn't uh, wasn't the greatest um, of days for yours truly. Had a couple, but there's one bit of audio we need to pull up, and you, you've only got to be you've got to be well, uh, you're going to be modest in defeat, uh, which I'm not, <laughs> uh, which I'm not at all. But we've got to play you. This is some audio from last week, and I wasn't going to do it, but now I am. Race nine, number four. It's a Ray Day, third best on the card. I'm happy to take you boys on, and uh, I tell you what, you're not going to you're not going to hear the end of it. Happy to take you two lunatics on, Cripper. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, sounds good, mate. We'll uh, if Secret Plans wins, we'll speak next week, and if it's it's a Ray Day win, we'll <laughs> might speak in a fortnight. <laughs> that was last Looks week. Like we got Cripper. Looks like we got Cripper on the show later. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, we go straight to it. 
hardly wind burn, but if you win by an inch, you win by a mile, doesn't matter. But uh, I was wrong. You were right. I put up a tweet straight away. I did the did, old Happy Gilmore reference. I was wrong. You were right. You're pretty. I'm ugly. I'm a loser. You're a winner. I, I was, I was Mate, gracious. It was very nice to get one back off you. Now, head-to-head battles uh, throughout the season of racing, um, I reckon you've definitely got the better of me. So it was nice to jag one back on you. And I tell you what, you were in a big trouble a long way from home when uh, Clint found the back of Paddy Carver oh. and it's a ray day on the run and just tagged it into it with the low weight. And have a tell you what, if for those wanting to have a little bit of a laugh, Watch Brittany Taylor's interview of Bob Peters after the race. Poor Brittany. Bob gives her nothing. She's like, oh, this is a nice carnival horse. This looks good. Blah, blah, blah. I had no weight in a poor race. Probably, you know, it's going to have to improve on that. I just gave her absolutely donuts. I still want to get Bob on the show, though. He's a character and he does a great job. Do you reckon, we'd be, able to get, do you reckon we'd be able to get him? Uh, I don't know, actually, to be honest with you. I don't know. Sammy reckons he can. Know. Do you, well, do, you, do you want to try? Do you want to no. aim for the season return of our show that we return oh. with? Because we can give him seven weeks notice. Mate, I'm nervous just thinking about it. To be honest with you, we'd have to make it like a bit of an expose, like an, an, uh, about his history in the game. Because it would be it would be a fascinating story. He doesn't Bob's do a lot of media, does he? Person in the industry, no, he does very little media. But in saying that, he speaks to Brittany after the race when he could send the trainer in or a different representative. So, um, you know, that's a very odd way yeah. to like in the east. You don't you'd never hear from an owner post race, right? It's mm. only the trainer. You, you, there are no owner interviews. Trainers only, right? So in the West, what do they go to owners sometimes, or is it only Bob Peters? Well, after we were on the Caracatta, Julio, who's usually interviewing Julio Santorelli, very good man. He, uh, this is the 2019 Caracatta. I think he went looking for the trainer, and I just jumped in front of him and I said, "I'm ready. I'm ready, Julio. This is I'm my ready. time." This is my time. <laughs> Off we go. And then I, if you watch the interview, I've had about nine pints, and I reckon I, uh, I come up with some words that aren't actually English. So, but uh, anyway, back to last week, Miles. Uh, secret plan was a nice way to finish. What was a pretty, it was a pretty tough day. I, I came on this show and I said, just have one big bet, just have one main bet. Secret plan. That's all I'm really fired up about. And all secret plan did for me is get me square on the day. So look, I'm glad we got out, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a tough old day till then. It's a very funny track. We. I thought it, the rail was cold, early doors, um, and and then they started winning hard up on the fence. It's a yeah, very a, very funny old deck, Belmont. Mike. A couple of good ones though. A reliable mm-hmm. start in the third, I thought was for Holly, and then it was good. Yeah. The yep. other one where I tried to did I've got to go back and give myself a little pat though was I was happy to take on a few like MTA was my best, like as as well oh, wow. as Ray Day. One called cool. Girl. Wow. I'd, <laughs> you're, God, you're brave. Seriously, I'm glad. Seven you're weeks. Like, um, seven you're like weeks. Russell. You're like Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Seven <laughs> weeks is not going to. I'll do a Russell Crowe and throw a phone at you in a minute if you're not careful. <laughs> uh, uh, right. What do you? Well, Holly's coming up. Do you want to just? Well, do you want to just? Uh, well, actually, hang on. I've got my follow the money segment. Okay. My all right. Segment. Yeah, here we go. Follow the money. Right. What have you got? I reckon this is why we're getting all these listeners is because of the follow the money. All segment. right. It anyway, doesn't make a lot so of sense we, to me half the time, but we'll go again. We're gonna kick <laughs> off. Actually, first of all, bit of merit came back at a dollar sixty. Um, neither of us. We both thought it'd be hard to beat. weren't interested as a betting proposition. It won and won well. I just think going forward, it could be a bit of a risk if it starts at top of price again because the race was really run to suit. So watch this space 
uh, next week. We won't be on air, um, but watch this space. Bit of merit might go around unders. Um, but in regards to the money moves on the day, uh, horse number, uh, race number two, price for suit was 12s into $6. The trainer was adamant he had it going uh, extremely well, missed by a lip. So that was a big move. In that same race, Rule Lee was $5 out to $10. It was ridden against its best pattern, and I reckon the money knew, and that's what happened. A uh, bit of merit was hard in race four, a dollar eighty into a dollar sixty-five. The money was right, but again, I, I'm wary of that money going forward. Race five, the horse we've loved to lay on this show, Via Monte, was firm at three dollars sixty. Again, I was ten dollars plus. I know a lot of other punters that were, were ten dollars plus, and again, started firm and hard in the market, and again, just did not run up to market expectations. They're the type of horses we love. Uh, tip false statement each way. It was 10 bucks. It's jumped 550. Misplaced by a hole. That was sad. That's the main reason I wanted to bring it up. Uh, and then in the last secret plan was that mid $4 range into mid $3. And I tell you what, Miles, that money was spot on. Spot on. Thanks for listening. That's my fault. That's your last what, follow. The what, what did you make? Season. Just quickly, what did you make of God has chosen, though? Prince Turbo wins that. Maracino, massive. Massive yeah. by Maracino. Was it just Patton? Uh, God has chosen had its chance. I'm a, I'm a, as I said last week on the show, I'm a big fan of taking them on first go at a staying trip. And I just think it peaked on its run. I think God has chosen that win. Um, we all remember that big win from a month or so ago in the Belmont sprint. Maybe that just made it look a little bit better than it was with the way the race was run. So still a very good horse, but I'm wary about it starting very short in the future. All right, I have to jump to a break. On the other side of this, Holly Watson, uh, up-and-coming star of the West. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back all lay same game multis, only on Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton with you all. Thanks to Betfair. Their Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Our next guest, you and I have been discussing this, Terry. We've wanted to get her on for some time. We've waited till the end of our season to get her on, but she's going to feature, no doubt, in the show moving forward as well. She's, well, the superstar apprentice from the West, currently in the top five jockeys overall. Strike rate is absolutely excellent. And on Wednesday, for the SEN track listeners, she gave El Patron an absolute peach of a steer, waited for the cutaway, whipped the daylights out of it, and came through in one we speak of Holly Watson. How are you, Holly? Good morning, boys. I'm well. Thank you very much for that big rap on that. But <laughs> it's nice when you've got those horses underneath you. Oh, you still got to steer them, Holly. And I tell you what, with that one Miles is talking about, El Patron, I, was the plan to probably lead that race and then you've uh, you've missed the kick and had to go to plan B? Oh, yeah, we just thought he'd be up there. But um, obviously the speed outside of us just kept coming across. And I was like, oh, all right, we'll just come back to the fence. And it worked out perfectly in that way. Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah, it was an absolute ten out of ten steal, uh, steer. Sorry, and uh, yeah, Miles is uh, yeah, I think Miles Miles owes you a beer. I was I was on so, air going is... cut away, cut away, cut away. Here we go. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a very quick rise to uh, to fame, Holly. How how are you enjoying the uh, the full time life as a hoop? And uh, where do you where do you see yourself going in the future? Do you have any ambitions to go and ride over east? Uh, not at the moment. I don't I don't know if I'm that good, but. <laughs> Oh, I, if, modest. If Simon, 
opportunity for me over there or got me in with someone over there, then maybe it might be a thought, but I just love it too much here, so... Holly, one thing you need to know is we don't do modesty on this show at all, uh, and it doesn't come. And speaking of which, you, you, you're writing for some of the biggest because you've written for Bob Peters. And now, speaking of Bob Peters, you're writing for another a big WA, big name WA owner in Terry Layton in a feature with Be Optimistic. What's it like? Well, what's it like writing for Bob? Oh yeah, it's good. It's um, you just got to learn to not put pressure on yourself because um, sometimes he just, you know, he gives you those instructions to just do what it, do what you want. So you just got to have the faith in yourself to ride how you do. Uh, have you got a horse uh, that you've ridden recently or coming up? I know we're a little way out from some of these bigger features and whatnot, but have you got a horse in the back of your mind that you just are dying to get back on again? Yeah. Uh, How's the serenity? I would die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> die. <laughs> so yeah. I know she's going to, going to the bow fine. So I don't know if I'm lucky enough to be able to ride her there. I'll be very, very happy. Just gives you a different feel? Yeah. Yeah. She's a little ripper. She just comes back bigger and better each prep. So. Hey, uh, right. Let's get into your runners. Uh, and I want to start. Um, straight off the top, and because this is one of my best of the days here, Holly, no pressure at all. We go to race number one, and I speak of Rev It Up for the Lucianis. This looks a really nice horse, this. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully she can um, rev it up again. But <laughs> she just got beaten by a better horse last time. That one just got so much more ability. Obviously, I trialled her and, um, yeah, still chose to ride Rev It Up. So hopefully she can bring bring her game back um, tomorrow. Oh, geez. Did did Luke Kyle Fernie uh, let you know about that, if you, that you made the wrong decision? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, I, I, I could imagine he would, Holly. And your next three rides are actually all for the LK Fernie. Uh, before we get into those, what's it like riding for Luke? Luke's one of our favourites on this show and a, uh, a good friend of uh, both of ours. What, what's it like riding for Luke? I actually could imagine he'd be quite a good boss. He, he is. He's very, very good. He... Um, Obviously, when things don't go his way, you can lose it a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a silk, good. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a bit silk. Does he go? Yeah, does he yeah, go yeah, right off good. when he goes off? Does he go right off and then just come back and do oh, the tail between the legs? He, yeah, he did one time on um, one of his. He yelled at me saying, "Corner, corner! You need to learn how to corner." And I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> and then he just walked off, and I was like. Didn't, didn't really talk to him for a while, but then come back and he's put me back on and I've been riding heaps for him now and he's really nice to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, that. Well, I'll tell you what. But- He's gonna be. He's gonna be even nicer to you after you win the. Uh, after you win the. Jeez, uh, I can't even think of that. Belmont Oaks, Oaks. on be optimistic, but you've got Green and Shady in race three for Luke. It's going to go around at a pretty big price. Hit the line nicely two starts ago, but uh, this is a challenging race for Green and Shady. Yeah, obviously it's a um, better rate. Like, obviously there's a few better horses in there. But, um, like, last start he hit the line okay. I just don't think he handled the track very well. So, hopefully mm-hmm. being on top of the ground, he gets gets his feet out. Uh, race number five. This is the one we want to hear about, Holly. Be optimistic. Now, last start, we're going to need to hear about what happened with Be Optimistic last start because I was a bit nervous watching her uh, ease down um, in the straight. Uh, the previous start at Pinjarra, the way she let down, 
Uh, that must have been fairly exciting. I know as an owner, I was excited, but I yeah. didn't expect her to let down quite as well as she did. Uh, first of all, what happened last start? And then tell us what type of feel she gave you at the start prior. Yeah, it just wasn't a, she wasn't herself last start. And I said that to Luke. I said she just pulled up very quickly. So he obviously got her um, checked up and sorted that all out. And compared to where she let down at Pinjar, that's what I said. It was just not her on, um, obviously, in the guinea so um yeah she's she's a ripper of a horse and she's just got so much so much to learn still and that's why i said luke's still so green but got so much raw ability uh, terry has a habit uh of always asking jockeys that are riding his horses on the show not actually asking them a question but telling them how to ride them uh can i was just you, about to do I was just oh, you about were just to about that, to do too. that holly just about to do can that. you tell us what your plan is considering terry's never sat on a horse uh in a race <laughs> in his entire life or because if this horse lets down like it, uh, like we said at the Pinjara start, you're actually right in this race. Yeah, well, I, I spoke to Luke on Tuesday. I said, oh, what a good gait. And she goes, no, no, it's good because we'll just ride her nice and cold. Just get her yeah. back to the field and let her let rip. Terry, look, we'll, we'll let you do it. We don't like you, but, but what are your be, instructions, uh, Terry, since on the I'm show? I'm interrupting. We have to be mindful <laughs> with her because she actually, she's jumping so well too, so you actually have to take a firm <laughs> hold out of the gates as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I am I am really excited about watching her go around. I reckon she'll, uh, she'll eat up the 2,000 and, um, yeah, it's such a – uh, as long as she has pulled up okay from that, it's such a uh, uh, interesting race for her. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, moving on. This can't all be about me, Miles. Oh, yeah, uh, me, me. It's number six. me, me, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your third ride for Luke Kyle Fernie with Pins Royale. Um, he let down super last start, the old boy. I didn't know if you had enough racing, but he let down super. Does step up to the mile here, but, um, geez, that was an encouraging last run. Yeah, yeah, definitely was. That's what I said to Luke. He feels like he's looking for further. So, And Luke said he's always wanted to put him over further. So it would be, um, obviously, a query into that. But, no, he let down really, really good the other day. Let's go to race number seven. You're on Ginger Flyer. I've always – I've kind of liked this horse um, for a while. And I'll go back to the start in December. I think you were in behind God Has Chosen and Bruce Almighty – three links off and where you ran third there, but it's coming off a couple of nice trials, uh, one beating the Spruker and another one beating Fanta. Um, just tell us, this horse well, does it up on speed. We know how good you are on a leader, but this horse, yeah. I think, is right into this race up to its neck. Oh, yeah, she's flying at the moment, obviously. She's one of my favourites, and she always gives 100%. And Her trials have been really, really good, and Simon's got her right on the mark. So, yeah, no, definitely um, I'm excited to ride um, tomorrow. Also worth noting for listeners, as good as the trials were, the shades weren't on, so there should probably be further improvement with the blinkers going on. So definitely one I'm going to be considering, yes. uh, Miles. Uh, a little pickup ride for you in race number eight, Holly, with warm and fuzzy from the Ashley, Ashley Maley yard. Uh, probably roll forward from the gate, need a bit of luck, but uh, it's going pretty well. Yeah, yeah, definitely need a bit of luck from the gate, and obviously there's a little bit of speed in it. So, yeah, no, we'll have to work it out on the day. And then you've got Sock Off in the last and coming off a really nice little trial too um, where you really didn't have any competition at all. The Breeze of trial in that by was, four and a half. The trial or... was one of the most incredible trials of the day. It was the quickest time. It was hard held. And the horse, I've never actually seen the horse around a bend take the turn tightly and with a bit of maturity. Has, has she matured since she's been out? Because she could actually, well, she could actually come out and win this really well if she has. 
Yeah, well, that's what Dan said to me. Obviously, she didn't she didn't used to corner that well. That's why, obviously, she used to run the straight really well. But I didn't have any trouble with her at the trials, and she got around it really nicely. I think she got through that soft track a lot easier than what the others did. But no, she definitely mm-hmm. felt real nice underneath me. Holly, before we get uh, into this, I know you've already copped your instructions from Terry, and we do apologise for coming on the show as our guest uh, for Terry's behaviour. But yeah, Kalgoorlie on Sunday, um, you've got a, like a really big card there too, and all for Peter Fernie. Have you got one for the Sunday listeners that that you think should be going pretty close there on uh, on Sunday, one or two? Uh, play that funky music. He was a good run. Obviously, he was very green and. He was learning, but he chased on really well. So um, hopefully hear me as well. They're probably my best best two. So. Beautiful. Now, we can't let you go. I've, uh, I've reckon I've got you in for three. Uh, Terry might be giving you the same. Let us know what's your, what's your best of the day at Belmont for the punters. And this is where the punters get on your back here, Holly, because they <laughs> love it when a jock steers them into a winner. Oh, God. I don't like doing this, but... <laughs> You're right. Um, rev it up. I'm going to have to put Be Optimistic in there just because... <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. You got the answer correct. Hey, hey Holly, just know just know that if Be Optimistic wins, you've got a handy little sling coming your way, courtesy of Tim. Te- Courtesy I of Terry, you do. <laughs> it'll probably never, it'll probably never get to you though, because I'll give it to you via LK Fernie, and uh, it'll probably just go oh. in his skyrocket. <laughs> I'll never see it then. <laughs> hey Holly, we love chatting to you. Uh, we've wanted to get you on the show for some time. Glad we could get you on at the end of the season. We'll definitely be getting you on a bit more uh, towards the end of the year, coming through spring. But best of luck. You're in super form. We love backing horses that you're on. And, uh, mate, just keep doing what you're doing because you're, you're going about it the right way and uh, the, your form's doing the talking. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, heaps for the big raft. It makes me feel very important. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, any time, Hole. Any time. Go well. Thanks, Holly. All right, thank you. All right, see ya. Holly Watson, it sounds like a ripper. Yeah, what a superstar. What a superstar. And she's riding incredibly well as well. Very modest, very modest for how well she's riding. One thing you sort of mentioned is that ride on El Patron. There was another one on Thursday called Snipper Glory. And some of these young apprentices, they can be great at riding leaders and rolling along and utilising their claim. Holly is now starting to ride some sit and sprinters to win. And when you start doing that, that's when you become the complete jockey. So, um, yeah, she's, she's one to watch. And I hope I really hope she gets some more good rides in the carnival. I'm glad Luke's given her the opportunity on my horse in a feature race where she can't claim. And, and I'm hoping more trainers. Um, I know Simon Miller probably will uh, give her those opportunities. Well, you only got to look at the overall stats. She's fifth in the overall jockey Ooh. premierships. And you've got in front here CJP, Chris Parnham, Pike, Faithful, Watson, and then your Carberry, Turner, Whiting, O'Donnell, Brad Parnham, Ramoli. Look, she's right up there in uh, in how good she's Superstar. going at the moment. Superstar. Superstar. And just a lovely chat. Anyway. Also, Miles, it's also it's Pinjara, not Pinjara. Oh, Pinjara. I, I get it all the time. Apologies to anybody that listens in the West. I've actually been there a few times, funnily enough. And I still say, I hosted the Magic Millions marquee there for racing WA and Magic. How do you go down the thousand metre straight track? I tell you what, the day I went there, though, was when, do you remember a horse called The River? Yeah, Trevor Andrews. Yep, so I was, uh, it was when The River was the favourite. Dean Cox and all them have come down to the racing WA ambassadors, right? Mm. And it was about 44 degrees, like it was stinking hot. And I've taken the bus down XYZ in the marquee. 
I've said that if you go to the sales and ask Vin Cox, you get a Magic Millions credit if you're here. He didn't like that too much. But I asked Dean Cox about it and the big you know, marquee of listeners if he had a tip for the day. And he said, oh, the river. And I said, oh, your teammates know a bit about swimming, a few of those, talking about Ben Cousins swimming <laughs> oh, the river. I tell that. you what, it went down like a lead balloon. They were all West Coast <laughs> supporters. They've all gone, you can't say that over here. You can't say that over here. That might be a joke over East, but you can't say that here. Coxie thought it was hilarious. He was like, that's spot on. I thought it was on the money. Anyway, Pinjara. Oh, Pinjara. Pinjara. Pinjara, not Pinjara. Anyway, Pinjara. let's jump to a break. On the other side of this, let's, let's get jump. stuck into the card, mate. Uh, I'm looking forward to tipping up a storm. Let's go. Uh, don't let the bookies make the rules. Back all those same game multis. Only on the fair gamble response. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. Bet on racing in play. Today on Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton with you all. Thanks to Betfair. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back all those same game multis only at Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time to get to the card, Terry. Tell me about the uh, track and the rail, please, and what you're expecting. It's been warm enough. Good four, hasn't it? Mate, I got I've got something to give you here actually. So the rail is back to the true pad, the inside pad for the first time this season. Now, last last season at the true pad, if you weren't hard on the fence, you could not win. So I reckon that they haven't used the inside pad because they've been trying to even it up. So big watch. It could play massively rail bias, which is my guess but there could be an overcorrection. So just a big watch on the fresh pad for the first time this year. But my guess is we're going to see a big uh, rail bias pad. All righty, let's go. Race number one over the 1,000 metres. Uh, Belmont, uh, entry to Belmont, two-year-old race. Uh, pretty well going to be my best of the day here. Rev it up, mate. Um, rev it up, rev it up. Little boy, get a ride. Uh, this will belt him. Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> very, I, didn't, I didn't know the last few words of those lines, actually. I, I think, well, I, I hope that's the song. I reckon that's Let's it. ride. That's it. Rev it up, yeah, rev it up. Little boy, get a rat. Yeah, it'll win. Yeah, it's, my, it's um, best. Yeah, no, very impressive. Uh, yeah, look, no, obviously it's going to be hard to beat. Uh, they're coming back to try and uh, get another bit of a West Speed bonus, I think, before the season ends. I think that's how it works. Uh, look, I just think she's a little bit short for me. I know she's going very well, but I thought DTA was just as good a run last time they met. And DTA had no luck that day from the wide gate. DTA then had no luck when pressured out in front where it didn't want to be, um, beaten by rumour says on both occasions. One's going to go around 270. One's going to go around in the teens each way. So I'm going to be with number seven, DTA each way, and I'm going to have something on. I'm not putting this on the online preview because I need to back this myself late and I don't want everyone stealing my price. So I'm going to be backing Madame Le Pen, um, horse number nine, never lost a trial leading, hasn't been able to find the fence. I haven't finding the fence here. It will go around close to 100 to one. So I'm going to be dutching number seven, DTA at about $15 and number nine, Madame Le Pen at 50 to 100 to one. Uh, let's go to race number two on the card over the 1600. Um, interesting little races. I think there's a couple here that are at prices that are okay. Glamour Pack's still holding up, and I think he's right at the weights here to be to be around about that price. But I can't let Flicker's Chance go around around the $9.50 and $3.10. Cannot, will not. Well, and it, it'll do it on speed. And um, I mean, it's last start, mate. It rolled Glamour Pack at 58 kilos. It only goes up a kilo and a half here. I think if it's. They're the sort of two, the one and the 11 for me. 
Yeah, I, again, this is a race where I think we're going to be, it's going to be very interesting how this rail is playing because if the rail is real good, it's going to become harder for Glamour Pack to draw wider and it'll get back. So um, Flicker's Chance will be on speed. Uh, I'm going to go with, it's, for me, it's value all day. I'm. It's probably the type of day where if I back one winner, that'll cover the day almost, Miles. So th there's not going to be too many shorties coming out Gee, of my mouth in the next 10 minutes or so. Um, but I'm going to go with horse number 10, Street Fair. Um, I'm aware last start was over the 2000 on a bog track and it's a better swimmer, but this is a real map orientated horse. I was actually quite surprised going through and doing a bit of a deep dive in Street Fair's uh, career, how much um, it needs a good gate. Its last three wins have always have all been from barriers one, two, three. Sean McGrady lands on the back of a horse like Gate to Babylon. It's going to, or even Flicker's Chance, going to be in position A. I think it's going really well. Won a similar race at the same rating with Lucy Warwick on last campaign. So I'm a little bit disappointed by the price around the $8 mark. I thought I'd see longer. Might I might see longer on the day, but street fair uh, for me, horse number 10. Happy to have a little bet. Right, race number three on the card here too. I think it's an interesting one. It's a two-horse job for me. Um, and that is the four colossal and the six secret deploy. They're the only two. I think secret deploy has got to be respected here. This horse is first up. Uh, nice little trial at Lark Hill, ran in behind Mr. Mount Walker. Um, wasn't really pushed out too hard. Before that, had been running pretty well. You go back to some of that Ascot form in behind Crystal Dane. Go back even further. Uh, Howes of Serenity was just in there too, just behind it. Um, Colossal's got to be respected. I just worry about this deep in in, uh, in the prep here for Colossal. It's had four runs in now after winning the first couple. They're the two for mine. If an outsider to this would be Nero King, but I'm at six. Uh, probably a lot harder than the four, than the 12. This is a great race, Miles. And uh, we've got our expert tips coming up. Two of them have gone head-to-head -head here. So I'll, I'll save who's who later on. But uh, I don't think, I, think I could nearly race. guess. Uh, yeah, you can actually. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a cracking race. And I'm with the exact three you just said. Colossal, Secret Deployed, Nero King, the three favourites in the market. I just don't know how to compare them. Um, Nero King is something. Lockie Taylor, a good friend of ours, he's been looking. I know he was looking forward to Nero King's debut. It beat absolutely nothing, but it did it like a good horse and it's drawn inside. So a bit of luck from that inside barrier. It might be something special. Colossal, exactly. Actually, you've middled this. Exactly what you said. I'm a little bit worried about it being fifth up into a campaign on its first uh, race campaign, but maybe I've got a slight lean towards Colossal, but this is a race I'm just really going to enjoy. Or what I might do, with those three miles is if one of them drifts wildly on Betfair, I might just play the drifter. Yeah, well, uh, you're talking about middling them. I've never found the edge of the bat in my life, uh, Terry. Uh, oh, we go to race serious. number four over the 2000, the Aquanita Stakes. <laughs> oh, come on. A, uh, uh, this has got uh, Pierce written all over it. Um, I'm not well, too... clearly. Yeah, uh, it, it does. And I, I think what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to box the one and the two. I can't I don't really know. I can't really split them. Mojo Rhythm, Kentucky Blue. This is wide open. It's not one I'm going to be giving a, a straight-out real decent bet on, but I'm just going to box probably – might even box one, two, and three and just hope I get the first two. Yeah, look, the, I agree with you. I think Black Fantasy will win. I'm even money. I doubt I'm ever going to get a bet price. Um, I'd want 250 or above, but I think Black Fantasy should be winning. Outspoken lad looks the main danger. Um, Kentucky Blue is a cat. It's an absolute cat. Mojo Rhythm. Um, I've actually got fire at will 
this is an interesting one. It's my third pick at 10 bucks miles. So I'm going to be looking at some exotics with it. I'll probably even backfire it will each way um, at 20.30. Who knows what price it'll be come jump. Uh, it's been hitting the line really hard in Kalgoorlie with the apprentice on. And this is the first time a senior goes on. So always happy having a little speck at a horse like that. So um, at the current prices, even though I do think Black Fantasy will win, uh, fire it will each way at um, something near 30 to 1. Right, race number five, the Belmont Oaks. It's a big one. Searching Rock's way too short for me. Uh, for, I know the horse is good, uh, but way too short. The Velvet Queen, not without a chance. The Seven Mystery Moment, not without a chance. But Be Optimistic's the one that's way overs. If it can run up to the other one, I think it might get the nice draw. Um, I like that Holly said it's going to be ridden cold. It is overs. Mm. I'm not just pushing it because it's your horse, but I think the winner's going to come from one, three, four, and seven. Um might even box those up, but geez, I can't go into Search and Rocks at a dollar seventy. No way. Look, Search and Rocks should be winning it, but I'm with you, Miles. A dollar seventy is way too short uh, for a horse. So she doesn't even go in the gates half the time, so who knows if she'll load? She might not even run. Tell you what, as a be optimistic owner, that'll excite me. Big, uh, the Velvet Queen has the bar shoes on and is coming off a hoof abscess. No run for five weeks. That's got to be the lay of the century, the Velvet Queen in this. So completely take it on. Um, I I've marked a horse called My Fury, second favourite. So each way, it's probably the bet for me. Uh, horse number five, My Fury. Um, I'm also $14 B Optimistic, who's $30 upwards. So I'm with you there, Miles. So for a bit of value, horses four, five. If you're going wider, number nine, Flower in the Wind was far better last start than it looks. But um, look, I... I don't want to go too hard in this race or the previous because I do think Black Fantasy and Search and Rocks probably both win, but they just don't get to my price. Uh, let's go to race number six over the 1,678 plus. Um, I think the market's almost got this one spot on here, except I, I think Sluice Box may be a little bit too short. Star Trade has done nothing wrong. The query for this race is going to be the map of where a few of these horses are going to get to from those middle draws. Um, last of the line, uh, look, two links off Star Trade and All Day Session. That was first up, though. Second up record, two from two here, this horse. So really hard to split the one and the five. Probably going to even maybe have a two play there. And then outside of that, um, look, maybe gives your boy Dig Deep some hope now that he's got a gun jock on board. And um, what was the other how one I had? How do you reckon, how do you reckon he ended box. up on the horse, by the way? Uh, I did that. You have can something call to... me the puppet master. Oh, the puppet master. Call me the puppet master. Uh -huh. Message Benny Pierce. Message Adam McGrath. Ten minutes later, I had my way. Um, oh, I'm look. backing him. I'm backing him each way. He maybe isn't the same horse, but he's always needed a senior jockey. You, as you said, Miles. Some of these have drawn off, and they're going to be a long way back. Dig Deep's going to get that perfect run. The rail, I think, will be playing really nicely. We're going to be going around at fifteen dollars each way, maybe even longer. Who knows what price will jump? But um, look, uh, there's potential that Dig Deep isn't the same horse, but uh, look, I, I might be a biased owner here, but it, it really does line up for me. And $15 each way, that'll do me. Uh, number two, Dig Deep. Uh, we'll go to race number seven over the 1,400, 66 plus. Uh, well, like I mentioned before, I was pretty keen here on Ginger Fly first up. There are a host of chances in here. Savage one has to be respected. Chevelle de Vega's been well under what I think this horse is capable of this like this prep and look i'm not sure whether or not uh third up here is going to be the answer it's got a great record um at the trip um and two from six at the track so definitely including your multiples but i'm going to be at uh, two five one uh, and the six heart of curb so two five one six for me 
Yeah, not a race I'm really too keen to play on. I'm, there's no real obvious speed, Matt, with a lot of uh, a lot of speed in this with Savage One, Big Screen, um, even Cheval de Varga, Ginger Flyer, as you mentioned, to Holly before. So not too keen to get overly heavily involved here. If you're going to go wide in your quaddies, though, don't be afraid to throw in horse number seven, Vital Flirt. It's always a, uh, a big improver when it moves to David Harrison's yard. It'll go around at 50 to one. And number 10, Benji's, just looks overs to me at around about that $40 mark. But do expect the winner to probably come from Savage One, Ginger Flyer. Hard to cur, I'm worried about where it'll be in the run. Um, but yeah, pro- probably those couple. Race number eight over the 1,072 plus. You know what I've written here? F. I've got no idea here. Um, no no white flag. Yeah, one last start. But I can make cases for beads. I can make cases for flying missile. I can make, geez, dare I say this, I can make cases for mood swings. Uh, I can make case for material witness, warm and fuzzy, man telly. Mate, this is wide, wide, wide open. Yeah, I, I don't need to add much more to that. I completely agree, and I've I've given it an F as well. It's a it's a very very difficult uh, horse race. Heaps of speed on miles, um, plenty happening out in front here. So it's about who gets the right run, who lets down. I feel like if I had to push one of the current prices, maybe beads. I think it sits in just behind and gets a little weight swing on no white flag. Gets back on a firmer deck. Um, ticks a few boxes, gets some weight relief as well. But uh, look, I, I'm unlikely to have a bet in this race. It's a uh, very, very open affair. Yeah, and uh, like I'd be leaning that way probably too. Um, but geez, your, your horses like Material Witness, Warm and Fuzzy, Mantelli, uh, even Mood Swings. It always pops up and wins one like this. Mood Swings when they're all mm. up for grabs. Depends who uh, they mate. battle it. If they can go and battle it out, if two of them go hammer and tong and battle it out, it sets up for whoever's just sat off speed. So exactly, um, right. and then you don't know which one that's going to be. Uh, let's go to race number nine. I wanted your thoughts on this one too because I know you've been a My Baby Blue Jean fan in the past. But this one sets up oddly. I've gone Storm Commander in front of my baby blue jean, but I'm not ignoring this horse, Thomas Magnum, first up for the Ganjimis and Braddy Parnham. Like the trial, not bad last start. Um, that can win as well. Uh, look, the 14, I'm Eugene. If it runs like it did no, last start, no, I know no, it can, Well, no, mate, no, I, no, if it runs on. like it did last start. Move on. Uh, move on. I'm going to include it in my quaddy. If it, if it if it wins, if it wins, I will I will circumnavigate Australia naked. All right. Well, my numbers on foot. Sock off with of course we've mentioned there with Holly. Nine, ten, uh, thirteen, eight, and then I'm gonna throw fourteen in my quaddy just in case there's something absolutely blows out. But the eight's a big chance, the nine's a big chance, the ten's a big chance. They're the three and but but open for me. I really want your thoughts here. Hey, what's the uh, the name of the race, Miles? Have you got the name of the race in front of you? Yep, and we've got to be. It's the M Ganjimi 99th birthday. Also, oh, was and I not far off with what, Thomas Magnum the, here? The Michelle Ganjimi. So it's uh, they have a real habit of winning races that they've got named after the family, the Ganjimis, and they're uh, obviously the trainers of Thomas Magnum. So it'll be the one hoping they cook it. And it, it was a great trial. It's a really nice horse. Look, I think the winner comes from Sock Off Storm Commander or My Baby Blue Jean. I'm probably got a little lean to sock off almost at the moment. Just that trial really sold me. If it's learned how to be a racehorse around a bend, it can just be too quick. But um, I'd be focusing on those three and Thomas Magnum. Let's go to a break. On the other side of this, Daniel Cripps to join us. Our best bets, including all our tipsters throughout the season, their best bets as well. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back all those same game multis, only on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. 
Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. WA Betfair Edge. Terry Layton, Miles Fitzner. The last one for seven weeks thanks to Betfair. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. And as always, gamble responsibly as we're joined by the superstar of the West, the real Slim Shady, Slim Jim. We call him D Cripps. You can follow him at Cripps Racing. How are you, Cripper? Hello, Fitzy. Yeah, it's a bit sombre, isn't it, the last one? So let's hopefully we can uh, go out with a winner or two. Only for seven weeks. Only for seven weeks. We'll just have a little freshen up. Sad seven. It is. Sad seven weeks. Terrence. Hey, boys, before we go, I'm going to I'm gonna need your updates on how we go on Lockie Neal versus uh, versus P. Cripps in the Brownlow medal. And I'm home. We're going to miss the battle for the next seven weeks. You're home, you reckon? I'm home. Home. I don't know. I don't know if you're home, champ. For all money, I'm home. I love whatever you want on it. How, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about it, DC? I reckon Lockie yeah, might have had his measure at the moment, but um, Clary Oliver, we are worried about him just going past both yeah. of them. Nope. He's, he's, he's my mate. He's my mate. I, I like to stick with me fellow redheads, and I don't think uh, I don't think Ed Richards is winning one soon. So. Speaking of your mates. Uh, speaking of my mates, are you, ready for, our, are you yep. ready for the bests from around the ground? Yes, I need them. Let's go. Okay. Miles, so we've got Adam McGrath's best of the day. So these are our guest tipsters who have been on during the season. They've all given me their best. So Adam McGrath, race three, number six, secret deploy. Yes. Latham Anderson is taking him on. Race three, number 12, Nero King. Riley Morgan, Dot Morgan, recent Subiaco debutante. Race eight, number three, no white flag. And Tommy Johnston Miles, race number six, horse number one, Last of the line is his best. So a little bit of value in there from the lads. All righty, Cripper, what have you got for us, mate? All right, best bet, race five. Now, look, I think Searching Rocks does have a mortgage uh, on this race, but I'm going to play it a little bit differently. Race five, number five, My Fury, places only. With my clear second pick, I'm hoping she stays because if she does, she's going to get that lovely run on the fence and uh, I reckon she can fill a hole. And my value, race three, I'm going against a couple of the lads here. Race three, number one, Magic to Exceed. Don't think he's the best horse in the race, but he's consistent, and I reckon he's going to get a really soft lead on a day where the rail might be hot. I reckon he'll run a race for you at an each-way price. All righty. Uh, Terry, what are you going with? Uh, Cripper, you'll you'll laugh at this, Crip. Um, I'm going to go with my best of the day. I'm going with Brett Pope. <laughs> race, race number two, horse number 10, uh, Street Fair. Don't ask me how I've come up with that, but that's my best of the day. Uh, and my value is race number one, horse number seven, DTA. Deary me. All righty, boys. My best, uh, well, it starts here. I'm going to play this for you. Race one, number one. Rev it up, rev it up. Little boy, get a ride. Bit of Jerry Harrison to get us going. Right, then we go race three, number six, secret deploy. They're my two best. Value, race seven, number two, ginger flyer over the odds. And my other value is race two, number one, flicker's chance if it goes leader bias. So we're all sort of spread out a bit, but uh, I reckon I've got a few blokes covered. Terry? Yeah, a bit like last week with It's a Radio. Oh, yeah, we did play the audio crip, and I did apologise to you via Twitter. Yeah, that was very good, Fitzy. Uh, I would have uh, spat the chewy a lot harder than what you did. So yeah, well I know. Done, yeah, we can't see. Terry can't do that when I've rolled him. He can't put a tweet up and go, geez, Miles, you were right. I was wrong. He, and he says, don't message me. Don't talk to me. I'll bash you. That's actually true. I can't actually lie about that. That's 100% true. Hey, Crip, we'll see you in seven weeks, mate. We've loved your time here. We appreciate everything that you've done, mate. We'll see you in seven weeks' time. Yep, sounds good, boys. It's been fun. And uh, by the time we get back, Ascot will be around the corner. Giddy up.
Giddy up. Dan Cripps here from Cripps Racing. Terry, seven weeks' time, we'll be back. Mate, I miss you already, Miles. That's all we've got time for. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis and only on the fair. As always, gamble responsibly. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.